Hey friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Summit Up Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Reed Evans. And have you ever wondered what it's like to be a hairstylist that works in TV and film? Well, today's conversation is going to be for you because I am joined here live in uh, Long Island, New York with Kalani Goodwin. Now, Kalani is a Mizani artist, a TV and film hairstylist, and I think the coolest thing about all the titles that she has is that she's the co-founder of Textbook Collective and the Global Artistry Council. So welcome to the show, Kalani. Well, thank you, Blake. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for, for you to be on the show because I think that being in TV and film just seems kind of out of reach for a lot of people. It seems kind of impossible, but I know it's possible because I know people like you that get into the industry. And mm-hmm. So what made you want to do TV and film? Well, let me let me just start out with I didn't even know it was an option mm. when I first um, got into the industry. And for me, that's how everything that I've ever done has kind of fallen into places. I found out about something and I was like, ooh, I want to try it. You know, just to kind of be well-rounded and experience it for myself. So same thing happened with working Fashion Week. So when I found out that um, as a hairstylist, I could do hair for television and film, I was like, oh, how do I do it? Everybody I talked to, I was like, how do I do it? And as you said before, it's like an elusive unicorn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it still is. And I think that that hopefully um, will start to shift because everyone that, uh, including myself, has gotten in different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, um, either they had a mentor that helped them get their days to get in. So I just got in 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 August. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's major. Oh my gosh, it was so exciting. It was building relationships, honestly. At the end of the day, that's that's what it all becomes about just like with anything else, is um, building relationships with people and networking and showing your intention behind what you want to do. And basically, it started with making contact at a, at a class and staying in contact with my mentor and basically saying, hey, if you ever need an assistant, an extra pair of hands, you know, not necessarily to get paid for it, but Telling her, hey, if you ever need an extra pair of hands for um, a class or if you need to prep wigs for anything, let me know. I'm happy Mm. to help. So my notion for anybody listening is being an assistant. I'll be an assistant to this day. Being an assistant is is not denigrating where you have if you feel like you've arrived, it's not denigrating that at all. Mm-hmm. It's actually putting you in a place to still be a student. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So I will be an assistant till the day I die. Like if somebody, you know, needs help on something, because you can always learn something new and add to what you already know. Yeah. So it's kind of like on the on the job learning, but with all of the experiences that I've had up until this point, it's helped me be uh, efficient and proficient in doing hair. Cool. For set, you know, all the fashion weeks and the doing hair for photo shoots and everything like that. So the skill set um, for those who want to get in, build your repertoire of what you can do. So no period hair, no how to, you know, I had to get a refresh on um, crokinole sets and oh. figure eight sets, yeah. you know, for period pieces. Know how to style all textures, right? Mm-hmm. Know how to work with all textures of hair and how to care for all textures of hair. That's very important. So, yeah, I mean, you're touching on something that I think is huge. I would love for us to dive into assisting because. Mm-hmm. 
I'm getting really worried for our industry as a whole mm-hmm. that people think that I'm just going to leave school and like start doing hair, which, oh my gosh, if you could see Kalani's <laughs> face right now, <laughs> her eyes just went big. And I'm really nervous that this kind of the direction that some, some of these people are headed where like, I, I feel the same as you. I'm, I'll assist anybody to this day because I believe you can learn anything from anybody. Absolutely. Because we all have our own lived experiences in terms of our professional life. Um, you know, when it comes to doing hair, we all have our, our strengths. And I think assisting is so major. Um, for assisting, like, you had to work for free a lot of the time, right? Either I was working for free or for a very small amount of money. But usually, yeah, yeah usually it was free. And the way I thought about it, so if you really put it into perspective, when you think about assisting, it puts you in a room where you might yeah. not have been had you not been assisting. Yeah. And, and if you really think about it, okay, let's 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 unpack this. If you really think about it, think about if you're assisting someone that's teaching a class mm-hmm. and you've wanted to get that same information for the class, but not only are you assisting for free, technically you're getting a free class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing something for free, but it's also benefiting you and helping you grow and expand and stretch yourself as a stylist. So if there's a cutting technique, there were educators um, when I worked for another company that I was like, oh my gosh, I'll happily assist for you. You know, I was a color educator, but I always wanted to get more proficient with certain areas of my cutting and styling. Mm -hmm. So if I had the opportunity to assist for those cutting or styling classes, I was in there. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'll hand you bobby pins all day. Because if you're really paying attention while everything is going on, you're actually learning and absorbing information hands-on. Mm. Yeah. And I think too, like when it comes to assisting, it's thinking about what are you bringing to the table? Absolutely. Like, cause there are times where you're assisting and you're probably taking up the bandwidth of the person you're assisting more. Um, so you should probably be free. And, and I want to be clear. This is like, we're talking fashion, TV, film. If you're working in a salon, you better be getting paid. Um, <laughs> but in terms of TV and film, like working for free is it's it's part of the culture. Fashion week and fashion week. I, you, mean, I know you always pay. Not oh only do you goodness. like not get paid, you like pay for your flight and your hotel yeah. and your food. But it's just to be around it, right? And then you get to brush up with. It's Rihanna, it's to be what Tippy Tippy has uh, said that she said this at our last event. Proximity is power. Proximity like, is power. In the, when you're in the same space and you start to build those um, those relationships with people mm. um, and and they know, you don't even have to, to show what you can do because you're there in constant mm-hmm. eyeline and eyesight. And so they know what you can do without you even having to say anything, you know? Yeah. And then even... Um, uh, for like photo shoots, if there's ever anything that you want to get into, try to set up collabs, you know, with other um, artists and those that complement each other. So mm-hmm. a photographer, you know, makeup artist and start collabing together. And that's usually free too, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's just taking their time out to work on things together to get a collaborative work that they can then promote themselves with, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's all, it's all, um, learning and from experiences and building that foundation, that groundwork. But it, it pays 
like I always say, any any day that I have volunteered to do something for free, mm-hmm. the money that I've earned because of those connections outweigh that tenfold. Like, oh, remember, I went to go to assist a hair show when I first started working with Redken. I did a good job there, which introduced me to Sam Villa. Mm-hmm. And then I started assisting Sam Villa on the road. And then being close to Sam, one, made me a better, stronger hairdresser and, and facilitator. But then it led to... Redkin noticing me a little bit quicker than they probably would have and proximity's power. But it, it took that one day, exploded to, you know, I'm going to argue to say hundreds of contracts at this point. Oh, wow. Paid That's contracts, awesome. you know, That's eventually, fantastic. but from that one day. Right. So when people are like, I don't want to do it for free, it's like, think big picture. But it's hard to balance getting paid and not getting paid. <laughs> so can you tell me about that like period in your life when you started doing assisting work? Were you still in the salon and like, how are you balancing all of that? So assisting work, that was, that was a, (laughs) that was an interesting time because it's definitely put like, I guess, so I'm married Mm -hmm. and have been married for almost 17 years now. And, um, it comes into balance with that. You have to look at it realistically. Yeah. In some cases, I probably overextended myself. Mm. But that's because I wanted to 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 be there. Yeah. But you also have to keep in mind when you're assisting and everything, know your intention going in, but your intention and your motivation should not be just to climb the ladder. Yes. Right? So it shouldn't it shouldn't just be yeah, you want to get somewhere and you have your your own path that you're going on, but be there to to absorb and learn, like be be present. Mm-hmm. in the space that you're in and not to like, okay, well, just like you were saying, well, if I'm here, then I'm just going to meet this person. And you know, everybody's trajectory is different. Yeah. So it's not going to happen like that for everybody. And overnight success stories are amazing. But at the, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't happen like that for everybody. And mm-hmm. I know for me, it hasn't. I mean, I've been in the industry for over 16 years and I'm, Constantly, like I said, still learning. Like I just got into the TV and film industry, mm-hmm. right? And I was just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm so old to not just now getting started in it. But then I have to think about it and think back. Like everything that has led up to this point has been for a purpose to give me the basis and the foundation for what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I mean, I, that's such good advice. It's like build authentic relationships first and foremost be a sponge and always stay open mm-hmm. been in the industry for 16 years and you're still learning learning and 100%. You're, you're, you're entering like a whole new phase of your career and where, so and it's so exciting yeah i think that social media makes it look easy because there are so many overnight success stories right but i also think that overnight success stories you go up high really, really quickly. And then because you don't have the foundation, when you make a mistake, it can be really hard on you because you don't have that security net of, of skill set of 16 years of doing hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so and also like your personal grounding as a person, there are your personal elements. development, your, yeah. me- your mental, like how, so, and I've been, I've been wanting to like post this and I just haven't yet. It's coming, but the thing that has been going in my mind for like the past week is, are you a thermostat or a thermometer? Mm. So do you just ebb and flow with the atmosphere changes around you? Or do you set the tone and set the temperature of how you interact and deal with things? Mm. So um, 
it, it kind of transitions through your personal, you know, how you are at work, everything, you know, how do you react if somebody is trying to correct you or, you, um, or, you know, not correct you, but give you gifts mm-hmm. to help you get better. Are you a receptive of that? Or are you just like, oh, well, I already knew that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When someone's telling you something, take what helps you improve and get to that next step and that next level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at, at that time of starting TV and film, when did you start getting your first paid gigs? Was it still like as an assistant role or did you land so, a show? Or? So in TV and film, you you don't just automatically get paid gigs. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, I built a relationship and ended up, um, and I don't know if it's you were still able to do it, but I ended up getting a skills waiver for knowing how to do texture and color, mm. right? So I was able to get on a union set. So there's different ways. You can work non-union projects. You can work union projects in order to get into the union. So okay. if you work a union project, then after 30 days, then you should be able to like submit your paperwork and all that stuff in order cool. to be able to get into the union. Um, and they have to be paid a paid job. That's union it can be a non-union project and if it flips to union that's another way that you can get into the union so it's a whole new world for you mm-hmm. um just say a stylist is getting ready to go on their first set mm-hmm. um how do you handle being shocked at the celebrities or the stars that are in front of you <laughs> so to be honest i've never been that person yeah I think it's really cool. My advice is internally you can be fangirling or fanboying, mm-hmm. but you have to be professional. Yeah. You don't pull out your phone. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't take, you know, video or pictures while you're on set because they have things called NDAs. Yeah. If you don't know what an NDA is, it's called a <laughs> non-disclosure agreement. That means there are certain things that you cannot do when you are on set yeah. that they can basically sue you for if you do it. Yeah. Like you can't post certain things yeah. unless they say otherwise, but there is paperwork that you sign just like for uh, if you were a model for a photo shoot, you know, mm-hmm. for or or for a new product that was about to launch for Google or Apple, you know, mm-hmm. they have you sign non-disclosure agreements, right? If it's something that's new that nobody has seen yet or, you know, that's coming out. I mean, you stay professional. The way I view celebrities, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so awesome at what you do. Mm-hmm. And um, just like music artists, mm-hmm. like when I would see them in person, I'd be like, you have an amazing voice. And it's not that there aren't other people that have amazing voices as well. They had an opportunity, just like a lot of you know hairstylists get opportunities to advance their careers. These individuals in these different industries, whether it's TV, film, singing, whatever, they've gotten these opportunities to advance their careers and they're making the most of it. Yep. And that's how I see it. But for me, the exciting part about it and why I wanted to, to do it and experience, experience being in TV and film and why I enjoy it so much is because... You get to be a small part of this big picture, mm-hmm. and then you actually get to see what you are a part of, mm-hmm. you know? And I just, I find it fascinating how all of the different parts come together yeah. to create something that, you know, um, creates emotion in people. Yeah, like, I have such a logistics mind, so sometimes I'll watch a movie and being like, thinking about the director and the CGI person and the hairstylist and the makeup artist and, and the wardrobe the and the camera people and the lighting and the sound and then the background 
all that stuff like blows my mind. And even don't talk about getting into like wig making and yeah. all of that stuff. I mean, yeah. and people are like, oh, well, you can't really make a lot of money as a hairstylist. I'm like, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because I've, I've read how, some, how much people pay. I'm not talking about pop stars. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about just anybody will pay for a well done wig. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially if, if you learn how to do ventilating, if you learn how to do lace wigs from scratch, or if you know how to do refronting and all of that stuff very well, sky's the limit mm-hmm. for, for what you can do. Just make sure you have some good glasses, but yeah. <laughs> that lace can get imagine. small. Yeah. But it's but it, that that in itself, yeah. I, I met a wig maker um, on the set that I'm on now, and I mean, I find it fascinating just having conversations. Yeah. Because you're learning even then, like, just all of the different nuances of that in itself. I want to talk about location for filming because I know that we have people that listen from all over that may not necessarily live in LA or New York um, or Atlanta. Right. But I know that film productions happen all over, like all over the world, but all over the country. Like what, what advice do you have for someone to like want to reach out to maybe just even be the assistant or to get in with a production company or like how does how does someone like dip their toe in without having to move to LA how they can dip their toe that's honestly at the end of the day that comes to networking mm-hmm. I went to a, a class Camille friend uh, had a wig master class mm. and she was she has department headed Black Panther she did Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Camille's amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, just and, Black Panther alone. Right. And then my mentor, uh, Carla Farmer, she just got nominated for an Oscar for mm. Coming to America too. You know what I mean? So I met Carla at that class four years ago. Shut up. Right. So it's just like you you never know who you're in the same space with, um, but taking classes like Taking classes, right? Taking getting classes. that, getting yeah. that education. Yeah. Like, if there's something that you're interested in, if it's something in TV and film. So I know uh, Camille Friend has um, hair scholars, and she offers virtual classes now in terms of if you're interested in getting into the TV and film industry, like different nuances of cool. what you need to know yeah. and learn and stuff like that. So um, taking classes like that, taking hands-on classes like that, where it's TV and film oriented following people that you know are are in the space because sometimes they offer classes. They'll post it on their Instagram. But starting to network. So I know I got reached out to like a year and a half ago, right? And it was one of another young lady that was also um, helping out with that class that I took. And I followed her on Instagram and she posted and said, hey, we need people that are able to work as local in Atlanta. So if I was willing to fly to Atlanta, then I can get on set. Mm. So you find your way and find little little pieces to pick up. Yeah. And then it'll start your ball rolling in terms of getting to know people um, and meeting meeting people in the space that you're trying to get into. That's so cool. It's, that's such a cool story, too. I love that it comes back down to education. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think Instagram too is a really good one because I follow so many session artists and TV and film artists that are like, my assistant quit. I need assistance, you know, next week. Right. And I mean, if you're hungry enough to be in it, you'll figure it out. A hundred percent. Vernon Francois, he, um, yeah. he posted that he needed an assistant because he was, I think he was um, working on a project for maybe a commercial or something like he does. He does celebrity hair. He does everything. Mm-hmm. And just like I said, being available 
even if you're maybe late to the punch, still put out that you're, you know, available. So maybe next time you get called for it, you know, mm-hmm. you just put it out there. Put it out there. Never know. Right. Put it out there. Because I know these people in... develop their roster to a people. Exactly. Because they don't just post on Instagram. That's usually their last resort. Exactly. <laughs> they call people first. Right. So yeah. they 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 build their roster of who they can reach out to yeah. and just just put it out there that that that's what you're interested in and that's what you're going after and it'll fall into place when it's time yeah trust i mean just trust the process whatever road and path that you're on you'll get there but you move in with intention but don't move with ink Mm. move with a pencil yeah because you might have to pivot or shift and kind of like work your way around things to keep going down your path yeah that's such good advice I want to talk about Textbook Collective and then Global Artistry Council. What made you co-found Textbook Collective? So Textbook Collective um, was, oh my gosh, it's been a while since we uh, since we started Textbook Collective, but it was because we weren't seeing visuals and imagery of waves, curls, and coils, mm-hmm. and wanting to celebrate that and being able to offer tools to help styling, styling and cutting. Like our first tool we launched was Curve Shears. And that's now a part of the Mazzani Aircut, you know, certifications. And love them, love what they do. And we've just constantly, I started out as more of a education platform and now we've moved um, into the tool space where it's tools that are going to help the texture expert, right? Mm-hmm. So we kind of <laughs> get our brains together or kind of bounce ideas off of each other and look for said tools look for tools that are out there or ones that were like oh i wish we had something like this mm. you know um so that's uh growing we're on level we are now on salon centric marketplace we launched on there so if you haven't been there go check it out it's salon centric's a new platform that's mm. kind of amazonish yeah right <laughs> what, what, I, what i like about it too so there's two different places you can get your stuff from level level two rewards right but then there's also a salon centric marketplace and right for anyone listening like if you have a company and you're like how do i get in salon centric the marketplace is your entry point because it is kind of like amazon but for stuff circling hair and i think it's just so cool there's like everything from hair extensions to everything a massage gun to <laughs> you know curved shears which curved shears are a lot more useful <laughs> <laughs> And they have holiday coming up. So everybody get ready for the holidays. There's going to be some amazing uh, opportunities <laughs> coming up for that. sure. And we have new products that will be launching before the end of the year and coming through the top of the year. Okay. So excited about that. A little that. teaser there. So how do you um, find like info on Textbook Collective? Um, so textbookcollective.com at textbookcollective on IG. Cool. In Lovell, you can type in uh, Textbook Collective in there and it'll pull up the tools. And we have an onset bag on there right now. And then recently within the past couple years, we partnered with True and Pure Texture, so Pekila Riley. And um, so Tippy and I partnered with Pekila Riley and we have been doing the, or formed the Global Artistry Council mm-hmm. because we found a need that there was a need for texture education a while ago and then we had you know covid so our first couple of events were digital and uh our first in person in may in atlanta and we are in the works of planning our next event for next year uh, that we're going to have even bigger and better super excited about it so it's a platform to to celebrate um 
waves, curls, and coils Mm -hmm. and celebrate the artists that are making them beautiful, you know? Um, And how do I say this? An inclusive event for everybody to learn about texture. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Don't matter who you are, come hang out with us. It's like, it's having... um, it's having access to to the artists that you that you see that you don't think you have access to, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's amazing. Like it was a great. It's a great feeling. It's a vibe. Um, so you learn, but you also have fun. We mm-hmm. have um, an awards. So we do awards competition. Cool. So we have like a, a snapshot where it's like a behind the chair uh, situation, and then we also have our collection awards. So that's. Um, we say we like to say uh, think of our texture hair elevated awards as like the Grammys, and we will be also. Hopefully, I won't get get on me on this, but I'm really excited that we're going to be offering hands on classes for this next. Okay. For this next event coming up, so I'm super excited about that. That is so major. Uh, <laughs> I know. And so you'll have this event coming up in 2023. 2023. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. So in 2023, like, in the fall. Half of 2023 is already planned. I know. It's yeah. it's it's amazing, but it'll be um, in fall of 2023. Cool. We're looking forward to it because it's going to be. It's going to be awesome. I love that you're doing it in such an inclusive way, too, because I think that the days are gone having someone showing up at your front door of your salon and saying, oh, we don't do your, your hair type here. Yeah. That is long gone. And if your salon's doing that, just so you know, it's no longer okay. So get the education get and the- support, the, support the true experts. That means you need to come hang out with the Global Artistry Council and come hanging out with everybody. Come hang out, yeah. you know, learn from some uh, some texture experts that have been doing it and been in the game for a long time. And just, yeah, expand, expand what you know. Stretch mm-hmm. yourself because we had, um, oh my gosh, Derek Monroe. So mm-hmm. he does Whoopi's hair, Whoopi mm-hmm. Gober's hair. So he's on set as well. Mm-hmm. But you get all of these different aspects of hairstylists that are not just behind the chair. They're educators. You know, they're behind the chair as well in salons. They're working commercials. They're working on set. And you get all of that on stage. So where can we connect with you on social media? Social media. Okay. Textured.hair.elevated on mm-hmm. IG. And then all of the information will be on our website. So there'll be texturehairelevated.com. All of that will be getting updated shortly in terms of cool. what's what's to come and all the things to look forward to and all the fun visuals from our last event. So. And then um, where can they connect with you directly? Oh, you can connect with me directly at Kai Goodwin. K-A-U-I-G-O-O-D-W-Y-N. Perfect. <laughs> and we'll put you, um, we'll link all that in the show notes. Awesome. Um, before we ask the last question, I just want to recognize the brightness that you bring to the industry. I think that it, your smile lights up the room oh. and like you really um, bring such lovely energy to it. I really admire making a career change in our industry later on. And, you know, it's stepping out and trying something new and it's already paying off. It's I, so I, cool. It's, it's, it's really neat and I, I'm glad I did it. But, you know, us hairstylists, we can be a little hard-headed sometimes. So it took a car accident and me being uh, put out of commission for a while wow. to kind of take that pivot and shift um, the way things did. So I'm very thankful that the pivot um, happened when it did and that I got redirected. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Uh, redirection. Amazing. Um, so what does <laughs> happiness mean to you? Hmm. Well, that's a loaded question. Mm-hmm. What does happiness mean to me? I think it's a mindset. Mm. It's happiness is a mindset. You you get to choose every morning how you wake up, mm-hmm. right? So you get to choose uh, if it's gonna be you know if you're gonna be in a good headspace or if it's not gonna be so great that day, right? Mm-hmm. And um, some of us you know have harder times than others getting up in the morning, but at the end of the day. You woke up, mm-hmm. right? So happiness for me is being with the people I love, doing the things I love to do, and being able to to live doing those things. You know what I mean? And enjoying the the space and the people that that fan my flame. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Um, thank it you for having me. It was such an honor to to chat with you. It was cool to dive into. Um, all of that with you. So thank you for your time. Thank you, Blake. Sum It Up is produced by Andrew Moraskin. The executive editor is Tim Fisk, and I'm Blake Reed Evans. Now, if you like what you heard, the best way to show your support is to share this podcast with a friend or a coworker. We would be honored if you left a rating and review for us on Apple Podcasts. And if you're a Spotify user, you can rate us on there too. As always, you can always follow Summit on Instagram and TikTok at Summit Salon. You and I can connect on Instagram and TikTok as well at Blake Reed Evans. My DMs are always open. Be well, friend, and we'll talk soon.